Why is the moon so lonely? Why? Because she used to have a lover. You tell this to the kids? No. His name was Kwekuatsu, and they lived in the spirit world together. Oh, that's a true story. Mm-hmm. Right. And every night, they would wander the skies together. But one of the other spirits was jealous. Mm-hmm. Trickster wanted the moon for himself. So he told Kwekuatsu that the moon had asked for flowers. He told him to come to our world and pick her some wild roses. But Kwekuatsu didn't know that once you leave the spirit world, you can never go back. And every night, he looks up in the sky and sees the moon and howls her name. But... he can never touch her again. Wow. Cuckoo Kachu got screwed. Kue Kuatsu. <laughs> Means the Wolverine. I'm Griffin. I'm Molly. And we're going into the Superverse. What was that? The Wolverine. Oh my god. Well, yeah, I mean, here we are. It More is, of a werewolf, it, but isn't that the same thing? I don't know, and I'm not going to fact check it, because it was a great start. So, we're here, it's 2009, the original X-Men trilogy has come to a close, um, we're not going to say much more about that, you know, the execution of that trilogy ending. You can but, go back you know, and listen. But, you know, so, imagine this, you're you're a excited X-Men movie fan, and what do you know, they're... They're continuing on past the last stand, despite what everybody thought. They, they had, they had completely blown it. But no, we're we're going to start a new series here, the X Men Origins series, and we're starting it with Wolverine. But Obviously. we'll be we'll be continuing it on with with Magneto. That's going to be the next one. So everybody get excited for the X Men Origins series. Where is that film? Hmm, uh, a very good question. I would love to see that. It. Turned into first class is what happened. Well, that was a great movie. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this was a failed attempt at starting like a sub-series of the X-Men movies. And I feel like, you know, we'll, we'll have a lot to say about this. It's not as bad as I remember it being, or I feel like it's not as bad as a lot of people give it a rap for. But it tells you so much about how mismanaged the X-Men series is, well, or was over at Fox. The first... I would say half, solid. I agree. Great movie. And that's the part I remember. And then I'm like, oh, so we're just like throwing things at the wall now. Yeah. Like, oh, we have this character. Oh, we have a magician. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. Bada bop, boom. Oh, we're going to just make random people really fat and make jokes about it. Okay. They picked some weird characters for this movie. Off the top, I'm going to say, here's what worked about this movie for me. All of the flashback stuff with him and Sabretooth. Great. His name is Victor. Victor, excuse me. Leave Shriver. He's never once. I know. I just know him as that. Leave Shriver, great job. Also, I feel like he's a bear. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, you know, in the first, when he pops up in the first X-Men movie, he, they really Not lean the into guy. it. But, so, he was great. Hugh Jackman doing a great job. Although um, I will say, like this version of him, very canonically would be teamed up with Magneto, for sure. Um, yeah, I just feel like there were a lot of like little pieces here and there that, if they had chose to hone in on, could have made for like a really compelling movie the whole way through. But instead, what we got is like them blowing all of their good ideas very early on in the movie, and then kind of just like limping to an end that kind of connects it to the other X-Men movies. And like, and for what? Like we don't personally, I didn't need that. Like, how does he, I don't know. It it just, the ending of this movie was so like unsatisfying. It felt like they were writing it as they were going. 
I, I have a feeling that they probably were. And then they were like, oh, I guess we need to connect it to the original trilogy, which is it separate? Is it not? Pick a lane. Well, that's the thing. I mean, we'll talk about this more because we're we'll be coming up on Days of Future Past. But the continuity of these movies is just uh, like a heap. It's just wreckage. It none of I don't think anybody had any idea like what was going on, like what the plans were. They didn't have a guy standing there being like, "Hey guys, maybe we shouldn't introduce a character named Emma Frost because." We're going to maybe use Emma Frost again in the future, but it's going to be a different actor, and we're not going to acknowledge it ever. Quick question. Who is Emma Frost? Um, she's January Jones's character in First Class, and in this, it was Kayla's sister. It's the same oh. same person. But when First Class came out, the writers were like, uh, no, this is the real one, so just ignore that. Which is just like, those movies only came out two years apart. Also, there are so <laughs> many X-Men. It's so it's There's so, so many aggressive. characters that they can use. Yes, I know. And they just fucking pick the same ones. Um, yeah, but I guess let's just, let's go from the top. And I feel like the, the opening of this movie through the credits is always what I see people say is the good part of the movie. I saw a guy on Reddit who was like, my buddy had never seen any of the X-Men movies before. So we did a marathon. And when we got to X-Men Origins Wolverine, we just watched the opening and the credits. And then he was like, you know what? That's all you need to see from this one. Let's move on. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I like the beginning. I think it's solid. I do have some cues. Sure. Mostly, so the beginning is like, you know, him as a child. He's like unwell. Um, his mom, I guess, is there. And then other folks and i just want to know what everyone's relation is because I, I don't think that's well established it's it's not they really thrust you into it so he's let me just set the scene sorry so he's there and victor's there and they're like chatting and then a man comes in and he's like victor what are you doing here and victor clearly hates this man and then they're like okay whatever like why don't you go home like at Right. Assuming this is not his home. And he's like, I'm just hanging out with Jimmy. Who the fuck is Jimmy? We don't know. And then he's like, hey, son. And then that part is clear that that's not really his real dad. Right. His real dad is also Victor's dad. But then who is is that also Victor's mom? And is this Vic, is this Jimmy's mom's new dad husband? Like, I don't. Like, who is Victor in all of this? Let me read the okay. opening line Sorry from the Wikipedia. Sorry if this is, like, getting way too in the weeds, but I was just like, what do we think their relationship is? And then I get what it actually is, but are they just half-brothers or are they full brothers? In 1845, James Hallett, a boy living in the Northwest Territories, witnesses his father being killed by groundskeeper Thomas Logan. Anxiety activates Ooh, the boy's groundskeeper. Okay. Bone claws protrude from his knuckles, and he impales Thomas, who reveals that he is James's bi biological father before dying. James flees along with Thomas's other son, Victor Creed, who is James's half brother. Half brother. Okay. Very good. I mean, I guess like they were like we're subtle, even though the rest of the movie is not subtle. That part was subtle. Yeah, they picked a weird time to not. I don't know. Also, like. I don't really know much about any of the X-Men in the comics, so I don't know if this was just kind of included as like a nod to his original comic origin because it hadn't been touched on in the earlier movies, but it's a lot and it doesn't really matter beyond, you know, him and Victor being like a We're thing in the movie. bonded forever. Right. Fine. I just felt like the opening was like very soap opera-ish. Like that's what I... Yes, I it just kept, very much was. Like in the moment where he's like, like, he's, like, dying, and he's, like, son. I was, like, all right. We it, are two minutes into this movie, sir. It also doesn't explain, like, why they why they have these powers. I mean, I guess they're mutants. They're mutants, but it doesn't... But there's no real reason why they would both have the same or very similar powers. Right. And, Unless like, does their like, dad... Like, a, a very recessive genetic thing that they both got from him, maybe. And then... They presumably live forever, 
or die very slowly. I know they kind yeah. of address this in Logan, I think. Yeah, is but that it's right? Like, yeah, they do. But it is like, it's still, the, the rules are not clear. It's like, I, I think it's like the advanced healing factor just slows down mm, normal death. So like, given that he's lived for, you know, if he was that young in like 1845, right? Because they are like aging. Right. They are looking different. Yeah. So I think it's just, I would guess that like they would both live to be like, I don't know, like twice like normal human life expectancy. Because I was like, do they just stop aging at like peak manhood? <laughs> Unclear. I just feel like it was a mistake to relegate all of the um, Logan and Victor stuff fighting in the wars to a montage. Because I just feel like if they had... I Clearly they had this thing that they wanted to do with like the X-Force stuff and bringing back Stryker and all that, but... I feel like it could have been just, like, a really compelling story in its own right, and they could, like, have somehow combined... I don't know if it would fuck with the canon, but, like, have, like, a small, like, mutant team like that fighting throughout the different wars and explore him and Victor's relationship there. I just feel like that would have been really cool. Like, I I really liked that idea, and we only got, like, small glimpses of it. Yeah, I think immediately we don't like Victor. Yeah. And so we're not heartbroken when they decide to, like, split paths. Right. We're like... But I think we all intellectually understand, like, this was a difficult decision because we watched that montage. Right. Like, I don't think doing a longer war stuff would have helped move the story along. Because it's like, we get it. You guys are, like, lifelong soldiers, and now Hugh Jackman doesn't want to be a soldier. Yeah. Well, I just almost feel like... He's got soul, but he's not a soldier. I got killers on the mind, huh? I just think, like, they could have made an entire movie out of that, and it would have been good. Because I feel like where this movie falls apart is, like, trying to... As, like, a true origin. Yeah. And instead, like, all of the Stryker stuff. And, like, I know, like, you know... Yeah, they could have saved Stryker, but then they want to get to the... Adamantium. Adamantium. Yeah, sure. I mean... I think and it's all just to say that the rest of the writing was just so messy. If it had been done better, then maybe I wouldn't be saying that. Yeah. If they had like managed to like make it a really satisfying story anyway. But or they could have ended quite. with the adamantia. Adamantium. The Adam- vibranium. Adamantium. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And that would have been good in its own right. So instead they tried to do like a bunch of different things. Um, and I forgot about a lot of it. <laughs> I did think that the montage felt very, like, Watchmen energy. Total Watchmen energy. I mean, even so far as, like, you know, we see Victor Raping and pillaging, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the comedian doing exactly the same shit. And no, he totally. even does a smiley face on the bar, and I was like, is this a direct reference? Could be. Did you notice know. that? I did notice that. Yeah, so... I do think they have a better actor for Stryker in this. Than in the I, I like this guy. You know, it was Brian time. Cox from Succession playing him. Really? In oh my God, I can't believe I said that. Yeah. But I feel, I, I mean, still feel it's, like a, it's also like every time Stryker shows up in these movies, it's a different actor because it's he's a different one in first class. I was going to say, isn't it Peter story. Dinklage? Or no, he's, he's playing a, a different he's person. Trask. But there is another Stryker. I forget which movie he's in. Um, but I like this guy too. He, he played this this version of the character really well. This is who I picture as, like, a military guy. Like, as we know, Brian Cox is very intimidating from succession, but not in a militaristic way, mm-hmm. I guess. I agree, I agree. But I'm so sorry, but I said what I felt. You did. Speak your truth. Uh, so when we jump forward in time a bit, we have this team, and it's such an odd team. Such an odd place for Ryan Reynolds to pop up because, yes, he is playing Wade Wilson. Do they, I forget if they ever call him Deadpool or if they just. He says it at the end. Oh, right. Um, He says the pool. And then he says Deadpool. He's like, oh, yeah, the pool. We're like, what the fuck? Yes. Um, anyway, yeah. So he's just, like, occupies this odd space where it's, like, is this, like, obviously this guy is a mutant, 
because he's here. But all he does is like spin his swords around really fast. Well, that's and then he gets like experimented with on. zero too. It's like he's like really good at guns. But like, yeah, and he's like jumping and stuff. And I was like, what is this? And I looked it up, and like Ryan Reynolds had been trying to get his Deadpool project off the ground since two thousand three. So at this point... This movie's 2009. Right. So he's six years into this journey, and I'm sure that this was not what he envisioned. You know, it got delayed because he was doing Blade Trinity, well, which we'll get around to, but, you know, he's he's struggling to get this character on the screen. Just to clarify, in the movie Deadpool, does he have any powers? I mean, his whole, his whole thing is, uh, yeah, he can regrow everything. He's invulnerable, basically. He gets, like, his... He literally gets ripped in half and just regenerates. That's his whole thing. Oh, right. But that's what they give him in this. Yeah, but, like, before that, like, what are we doing? Like, why is he here? Well, and, like, 12 other powers. Yeah. I don't... It's the whole, like, Weapon 11 thing. I'm like, was this guy even a mutant, or was he just, like, really cool? I don't know. Is Fred a mutant? Uh, yeah, I think they're they're all mutants. But what's his thing? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, but they, I, that's like the point, I think, is that they're all, it's a mutant team. Yeah, I mean, I understand that but that's what they're saying. They got, they just didn't really do a good job. They were just the like, mutants. we want soldiers. Yeah. And also, like, not to mention, like, a weird assortment of mutants, but also just, like, the actors that are here. We got, uh, what's Will his name? William. We got William. Obviously, we have Ryan Reynolds. I'm sorry, do you say it William? No. No, it's definitely well, I am. Um, but I wasn't disputing it is spelled. that. Um, and I'm trying to remember Dominic something, Monaghan. He's one of the hobbits from Lord of the Rings. He's also in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, like, he's oh, one of the brothers. That doesn't really pop up in too much. Um, he's, a, he's a good mutant. Yeah. Also, like, I'm going to say it. I liked Will I Am in this movie. Who wasn't saying it? Well, he just, I don't think he's had exactly, like, a great acting career. I don't remember if I've seen him in anything else except this. But is he trying to? I don't know. <laughs> but in this, I did like him a lot. And I was sad when he died. Also, during this, like, we're meeting the crew. It's just, like, I guess dropped in that uh, Wolverine doesn't like flying. Yeah, I don't know if that was, like, was that something from, like, another X-Men movie that we I was missed? like, is that a reference to something? Unclear. And yeah, I was trying to remember if like in the other ones he doesn't really, and I think he does like not like the flying in the original ones, but it's like, I don't think it's a big thing. It's definitely not a big thing. Just again, like, I don't know if these things are just like supposed to be like random jokes from the scriptwriters or if they're nods to like his comic stuff. And if there's things that I think like, it's hey, a nod to guys. the comic, but I think it's pointless. It definitely is pointless. Okay, so Fred Dukes is supposed to be super strong and invulnerable. And Agent Zero, a.k.a. David North. Why is he... Why is he a mutant? Okay, well, he has the classic healing factor. (laughs) No discernible scent. That has got to be one of the worst mutant powers you can get. I guess he's supposed to be, like... Again, like a good soldier, like you can't like track him. It's just a sneaky little spy. I thought it was going to be something with like kind of like Magneto, but like with just specifically like bullets or something. I think he just has like a really generic power set. Like he's just like superhuman at aiming and yeah, just like, I don't know. It's like a very bland type of character. They just picked like really affects not heavy characters except for like will i am teleporting i guess the rest of them they were like all right you guys aren't going to be like doing any of like that the other x-men like in the original movies right because our cgi budget has to go to the eighteen thousand explosions that we have in the second half of the movie um and the magic of course how could i forget gambit um yeah so that's the team the team which is operating for like one mission well i think they've been operating for a while and then then they get brought onto it later but they're only in it for like five years 
uh, Logan and Victor are only on that team for about five years. Oh, see, I thought like that was like first mission out, and he was like, "I'm out," because he says this was six years ago. Well, so the when they were in Vietnam, that was in 1973, and then the rest of the movie, like after Logan leaves the team, is in 1979. Well, yeah, but he says I haven't seen you guys for six years. Oh. Well, I guess it was just a few missions in the span of maybe a couple months. <laughs> really bad couple months. Because, yeah, I think... Because they don't know what's going on. Right. So I do think it's like their first mission out. They say they... This is they joined the team for a few missions. Okay. But, yeah, close enough. They weren't a very functional team. But I think the other people had been established. I think you're right. That was the dynamic I was getting. They all knew, like, their jobs. Yeah. And that was a fine scene with them going in and, like, how, like, brutal it is. And I think it, like, I'm fine with how quickly they're just, like, showing Hugh Jackman being, like, I'm a hero. I don't really believe in all this killing, even though I've been, like, a soldier my entire life. Yeah. But, like, that makes sense, right. too. Like, uh, it just, like... Part of me is like I, I could have used more of the brother stuff, but then part of me is like I do get it. Like I get it. <laughs> yeah, I just I, I guess I wish they had leaned more on that as like the resolution instead of the stupid Weapon 11 thing. But, you know, whatever. I guess maybe they were kind of leaning on having plans to like continue that story later. And of course they never did, uh, which makes it a little disappointing. But I think the... Uh Weapon 11 thing was just so they could say he's X, like X-Men. <laughs> I guess. Like as in number 10. I, look, yeah. But. It's, that's that's good enough for me. That's if it's, a personal thought. If it's thought. good enough for the writers, it's good enough for me. Uh, but yeah, man, I really I really do hate Victor in this, um, especially after the, well, what we think is the incident in which he murders Carla Carla Silverfox, full name, in cold blood. Silverfox is interesting. Quick question. Where does the name Logan come from? Is that a first name? Is that a last name? Where did Jimmy go? What's what's happening with the name? Thomas Logan is his dad. I don't know how he found out what his name was. Wait, which dad? His real dad's. Last name is last name is Logan. So that would be Victor's last name. He's Victor Logan. But it says his other son's name is Victor Creed. I don't know. I really have no idea. I'm sorry. D- did la- did the way we do last names in America change? <laughs> Look, Victor just really he's like, no, I'm going to take my mom's. Is last Logan name. not the other dad's last name? I don't know who fake dad's last name is. Weren't you pulling it up before? I was. Wait, what do you. Hold on. Hold on. I'm confused. Like, I'm actually confused. Oh, the one that dies. The one that died is Thomas Logan. Oh. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I was trying to say. His real dad. That's not his real dad. Yes. Wait, what? No. His real dad is the one that he, he kills, not the yeah. one that dies. They. Well, I'm okay, confused. Technically, they both they die. Both the one, yes. The one. That he, Okay, I forgot that he then murders his biological dad. Yeah, the one that... His biological dad, his last name is Logan. Yes. What is his adoptive dad's last name? Because, uh, um, see, I thought that's... Howlett. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then we just have Victor Creed. Yeah, I'm not even going to try to figure that one out because the writers said, fuck this. I'm not going to read too deep into it. And so then he takes on his biological dad's last name for unknown reasons. Yes. And goes by that for the rest rest of his life. life. And has a movie named after it. Correct. And no one ever says Jimmy ever again. No. Okay. Just keeping track here. Moving on. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, when, yeah, when they were calling him Jimmy, I was like, who the fuck is that? That's not, you're not talking to him because that's not his name. Okay, so then we have Kayla. Yeah, so him and Kayla are just living in the woods in Canada. You know, he's got a logging job. 
The first time I watched this, that really shook me that she was alive and that lied to him. That was a twist that I didn't I forgot it. I forgot it again for this watch through. I just thought that she was dead. I forgot how they revealed it. I thought maybe he just found out. And then I was like, no, I think she does come back. But then when we saw her dead, I was like, oh, wait, does he not know? And I, I couldn't remember how it all played out, but I did know that she betrayed him. Yeah, that was a that was a real low blow. Very unfortunate for Jimmy. A real sad moment for him. We are not <laughs> calling him that. You may call him Hugh Jackman. You may call him Wolverine. Or you can call him, I guess, Logan. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, like like I said before, like, Steve Schreiber is doing such a good job. Um, but, like, it was such a, I, I just, it, it tells you a lot about, like, how making sure continuity exists has changed in comic book movies. I mean, and that's still like mostly for the MCU for, for everything else. It's kind of like, we'll just take it as we go. But like the fact that in this universe, Lee Schreiber's character shows up and fights Logan in the first scene or like one of the first scenes of the first X-Men movie. And not once is it acknowledged (laughs) that they are siblings or have ever, even met each other before something about that is just very funny to me because you can't convince me that someone didn't go back and they're like you know what i don't think anyone's going to notice if we use this guy again if he looks different <laughs> and we don't call him Sabretooth, and he's not he's never associated with magneto no one will ever question this i mean because it really doesn't matter i didn't connect them it it doesn't matter but something about it is just entertaining to me like, I don't think of them... Like, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. Of all of the continuity things, that is the least of my problems. And it is the least problematic because it's not... The rest of it is just a, a mess. I feel like I had a decent grasp on it at some point right after Days of Future Past came out and then immediately lost it <laughs> as soon as they started doing, uh, like, the apocalypse and Dark Phoenix things. Then I just got confused all over again. Um, also, didn't you say that the Frost, Emma Frost, has like a different last name than Silver Fox? They, something was like, <laughs> uh, in this movie, she's called like Emma Silver Fox, middle name Frost or something. <laughs> Very, I don't know. I, I looked up like a, a piece about it somewhere. I mean, kind of, it's kind of absurd. So that's Kayla. Yeah, I know. That's what I was looking up first because I was trying to see if, like, she's supposed to be, like, a native character, like, intentionally. Oh. Because, like, she says, like, the whole, um, yeah, like, I can't remember. Fable. And I just looked up the actress and she has unsubstantiated claims that she is part Cherokee. (laughs) (laughs) And that is what it says on her Wikipedia. Wow. So I was just trying to see if it was, like, intentional. Yeah, so she is. A, a member of a First Nation. Okay. Um, Substantiate those claims, lady. The the character is uh, supposed to be a Native person to Canada. Oh, interesting. First Nations? Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah. Um, the actress, TBD. <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds about right. I don't know if she's always supposed to be siblings. Yeah, that feels like something they could have just made up this movie, but I'm not sure. So I don't think comic-wise they're necessarily siblings. That doesn't... I mean, I'm not a comic reader, so it doesn't bother me that they said that they're siblings. Like, it, that was fine to give her yeah. that. But um, I did... I just saw this, which is interesting. Obviously, they're not necessarily going to do this, but, like, Team X becomes, like, part of Hydra eventually, which... That makes I a lot feel like of sense. checks out. That tracks. That tracks. Um. Oh no! Sorry, I misread that. She eventually betrays Team X to become a member of Hydra. Oh. So. Wow! wow there's wow. like a lot of Hydra in her. That this character's um, Wikipedia page. There's so many X teams. I know. It's there's so too funny. much. Team it, X. Does that mean like Team Ten? X Force. Is that like Wait. Roman numeral X? Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
<laughs> Only 10 people at a time, and they get drafted. Um, you get voted off the team. Well, speaking of Canada, so uh, Logan mm-hmm. is living his best life in the Canadian wilderness. Honestly, yeah. Also, like, in a town that is maybe still in the 1900s. Like, Unclear. is that what he's, like, a fan of? I guess. He's just stuck in the past. Also, like, how long is Kayla pulling this con on him? I mean, it's got a, it's been a like while. years. Yeah, years. Like, she was dedicated to the bit. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to call it a bit. <laughs> yeah, pretty fucked up. They had a good life out there, too. Why do you have to go fuck it up? Kayla, jeez. Her sister, her fake sister. Yeah, her not sister even. Sister in spirit is being kidnapped. <laughs> All I can think about is like, this actress is probably like, "Fuck yeah, dude! I got I got a role in a in a big X Men comic movie." And then they're like, "Now we're gonna get January Jones <laughs> for the next one. Sorry, we're gonna erase you from the canon." But. Yeah. I mean, like, spoiler alert, but doesn't January Jones get killed immediately? Correct. Okay. She does. She does. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, honestly, he was living a pretty idyllic life out there, and it's it's really too bad that, you know, Straker had to cook up this whole thing just because he wanted an excuse to fill someone's skeleton with metal. Like, Even though on, he man. had a willing volunteer yeah. in Victor. Just like, nah, man. You're too much of a scrub to take the adamantium. Who are the other nine? I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea. Okay. <laughs> I could look it up, but I couldn't tell you off the bat. So I do think that this plot was interesting, and they could have done more with it, is that they are like, there's mystery around what Stryker's up to. It's later revealed that he and Victor are actually working together, and that, like, obviously he tricked uh, Hugh Jackman into this, and, like, it was... A very convoluted plot. Yes. Um, and I think, like, this whole mystery around, like, the island and stuff was, like, really good. And, like, that could have been the core of this. Like, there was absolutely no reason for, as you said earlier, Deadpool slash Weapon 11. Like, no. it didn't... No one it, asked for this. It didn't need to happen in order for this climax to take place no. at the end of the movie. It would have been better if he just like just not like been have needed the at all. victor fight. Yes, we didn't get they, a final victor fight. Like, why did they not? Did they? It's it's like the God again. It's like like Batman versus Superman. It's like all right, we got these two guys feuding, but then we'll be they'll be brought together by a greater threat. Except the greater threat is fucking lame. Plus, it's, their moms are both named Martha. Uh, Martha Logan hyphen Creed. Oh They're my God. like, oh my God, we have different <laughs> last names. <laughs> I have three last names and none of them are yours. <laughs> Why didn't you say that name? Yeah, it's just, oh. And I just saw that the one of the writers of Game of Thrones wrote this movie, which I find very funny. I'm going to say that it's not necessarily, like, completely the writer's fault. It's like, this feels like a very, a lot of producers were involved 100%. in this movie. I feel like they had a checklist of, like, here, we want to we wanna use these mutants, so, like, put this one in there somewhere. Also... They, oh, no, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to tiptoe out on a limb here and say, like, maybe it's a little bit Ryan Reynolds' fault if he's, like, been pushing for Deadpool, and they were like, okay, fine, we can put it in this movie. And then it was like, oh... Okay, we've put it in the movie now. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, did he push too hard? I don't know. I would love to hear. I know that he doesn't like how it was portrayed, but like, yeah, is he the reason that he, that character is so it's a, prevalent? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know how much Ryan Reynolds has ever talked about this movie. Obviously, oh, he, he talks about it. Obviously, he this this scene was directly put into Deadpool two, which makes his feelings clear. But yeah, I wonder. I don't know if he, like, maybe if he was the one pushing for it or if he just knew the producers and writers and they knew that he had been trying to get a project off the ground. So they were like, here's an in, because clearly they had, like, a yeah. a bit of a tease. I don't even know if we... Did we even watch the... There's, like, a post credit scene in this, I think, um, that yes. has him, like, trying to, like, grab his head 
Oh, no. It's, I think it's at the very end. We didn't watch it. Oh. It's like Weapon 11, like, putting his head back on, which would have been like, oh, yeah, it's Deadpool now. Or just rip his mouth stitches open. <laughs> just, it's so dumb. And I said it out loud when we were watching it, but, like, they keep saying to Wade Wilson, they're like, oh, you'd be the perfect soldier if you didn't have that mouth on you. I was like, he has, like, six lines before they sew his mouth shut. He has, like, one scene shut. where he's, like, making very good jokes that I think everyone's appreciative of. I get, I... You know, I thought the same thing, but I guess not. Yeah, we definitely needed more with that. Also, like, when he, like, extends his, like, own claw and it goes, like, three feet long, that is comedy gold. And they did not intend it that way. And that shit was very funny. I'm like, this feels like it's out of a parody movie about superheroes. Um, There is, like, this part in the middle where... Uh, Wolverine like escapes and goes to the farm to to Martha and um, yes, uh, uh, fuck why the I Kent's the yes. Kent's house the Kent farm. Um, that's what it felt like. Um, and then he like sees like the vibranium yeah. claws, and that looks so bad. It's really in bad. the it's that really bathroom bad. scene. There's no texture on Like, it. the rest of the movie, it was fine, maybe because they're, like, further away. But I was like, these look so dumb. Yeah. I feel like, but yeah, the, the texture wasn't there. They the look better in 2000. Yeah, the lighting was off. I don't know. I'm like, did you guys forget to add the scene or the, add the claws in that scene? You need to go back and do it last minute? Um, And then, like, it's just really sad what happens to the Kents. But I do kind of like the origin of the jacket. Me too. Like, we had this, like, really sentimental moment, and then it's like, nope, we're doing, like, a Tom Cruise action movie now. I actually liked that sequence a lot because it was just so ridiculous. So, I mean, because this is where, like, the movie definitely takes took, a turn. Took a turn. So, like, we have, like, the actual Weapon X procedure, which is pretty gnarly, and I'll take the... If I have to do some sort of uh, superhero experiment, I will take the Captain America one over this. Please and thank you. Um not a good time. Um, and then of course he is butt naked and killing everybody. I think in the facility. that's required in Hugh Jackman's contract yeah. to have a no shirt, but buttocks scene. He's like, I've been working on this tush and I will be showing it. You're welcome. And that whole sequence. And then he gets like a bit like, yeah, when he finds out that he has the adamantium claws, they give him like a very, Spider-Man-esque uh, slapstick. Oh, no, I'm breaking everything in the room because I don't know what my superpowers are. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> I was like, is he like a bumbling, like, new superhero? Yes. I mean, in a way, but it was so like... Like, you still have your memories at this point. That little pocket. I was like, this is a different movie. I'm like, yeah, this is Superman 1. <laughs> um, And then we get him going back to the old teammates. Who, again, presumably only knew for about 12 days. Um, well, can I, can I say first that the motorcycle sequence, I really enjoyed that. Thought it was a good time. CGI was pretty good. Uh, like I said, a lot of explosions, including a literal cool guys don't look at explosions moment, which is a little on the nose, but hey, I'll give them a pass. And then right between that and when we get to the team, we have like a 30 second cutaway to Scott Summers in school. Yeah. I believe just kind of dropped in there. It's like, not just, well, I know, but it is, it is weird. Cause he, I like, I, I know that it's like they're, they're tracking him down next, but it felt so like, I, I was kind of like writing my note on like the big explosion that just happened with the helicopter. And then I like looked back up and I was like, Oh, hey, <laughs> we're doing this It now. doesn't bother. That that felt right to me to be like, okay, this is the mystery part, mm. and this is the stuff I'm here for. And I love that it's like a character that we do know. Like that I felt like worked, and I think it's even funnier that Scott never sees that it's Wolverine. Mm -hmm. And so then when he meets him, he doesn't remember him either. Yeah. And it's because he never saw him. Yeah. And I just think that part's great. That is pretty cool. No, I guess, yeah, it didn't really, overall, it didn't bother me that much. It just felt like kind of like a smash cut to like, hey, 
reference character, but. Yeah. It is, I mean, it is, a, I guess, a smash cut, but I think it made sense with where we were going with the plot. Yeah, yeah. Because he doesn't even know the part about Victor yet, and then when that's revealed at the same time that he's learning it, I thought that worked really right. well. That, that I know it's sense. in a later scene, but they did, like, they were, like, setting the up setup, this yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Um, but, yeah, so we get, like, I don't know why they had to make this character Fred, like, really fat and then i was just like are we making like nutty professor jokes (laughs) well so here's the thing uh frederick dukes the mutant also known as the blob uh okay a mutant originally depicted as a fat circus freak the blob claims to be immovable when he so desires and possesses an extreme amount of pliable body mass Okay, so it's like on. It's it's that's on brand for the character. That's the and the, the blob portrait. he does. I okay, that all makes sense yes. then. Like why he's like. However, I called him. If you bug. don't know that, and you don't know that this is a character, I'm gonna take that. That's on me. But I'm also take the ownership there. It was a very weird choice of character for this movie, because it's just it's a lot. He's a very, like, goofy character. He also didn't add anything to the plot other than, like, he's the one that knows where it is, but then he really doesn't. We have to include a magician. They're like, we want a chance to show off our bad CGI for this character, so please just give us a moment. Like, this movie didn't need gimmicks, and that's what they did did. at the end of this film, is they're doing all these, like, gimmicks, and these are producers being like, it needs more More power. More mutants. Stuff like, like that. Like you guys are doing, uh, you're good, you're doing a Wolverine movie. You're not. There's there's going to be more X Men movies when you can do more characters. Just like or ham it. up the mystery with the children that all have these like cool powers and do stuff with that. Yeah, now they're all over the place, all over. Like the place. that's where you can add your gimmicks. Yeah. Get your shits and giggles there they with ab- the children. <laughs> with the children, no, they they absolutely should have done that, but no. No, we had to get Gambit. Because everybody loves Gambit. And, well, you know who was trying to get a Gambit movie made for years after this was Channing Tatum. He was signed on to do it for, like, well over, I don't know, like six or seven years he was trying to get it to work. And then when Disney bought Fox, they said, fuck that, and they canceled it. I think that's maybe for the best. Yeah, It's not a character that ages well. Like, well, I think... If they had leaned in, or if, honestly, if Channing Tatum had leaned into the fact that the character is... People do like Gambit. I know, the but then it's like but, a hot person playing like what's supposed to be like this like really obese character. Wait, no. Sorry. I'm talking about Gambit now. Oh, Gambit. Sorry. I thought you were talking about the blob. No, so I was no. like, that doesn't work. Okay. <laughs> okay. So sorry. Well, why the idea, I take back everything I said. While the idea of Channing Tatum really trying to get a blob movie made That's what I thought. I was like, I thought hilarious. that is... That does feel like something Channing Tatum would be into because he's like a weird sense of humor. Yes. But no, he really okay. wanted to play Gambit, I'm who so Taylor Kitsch plays in this movie, and it just wasn't going to work. But I actually do think that if Channing Tatum had leaned into his like comedic side for it, it could have been really good. Because Channing Tatum is, in my opinion, a really good actor when the writing is like suiting him. Yeah, I actually think that movie could work. I'm not opposed to the character. I was opposed to the character in this film. Yes. No, you're absolutely right in that regard. It's, again, like, okay, we're for some reason, introducing another new character super late into the movie. And it makes it worse now that we already know that we're never going to see this character again. So it's like we're wasting time that could have been spent on the plot that we've already established by we're going to go to New Orleans and we're going to like just do this whole bit. Look, this guy can throw cards. Right. Also, if he like was able to get away, they would have killed him. They know where he is. Uh, uh, You're so right. You're so right. They're already there. Why would I, I... I don't know. I really don't know. And then I'm just like, why did we need Deadpool in this? Justice for Will I Am in all caps I have here. He didn't yeah. deserve that shit. Kind of anticlimactical. It was very anticlimactical. Although brutal death. So I guess not that anticlimactical. He crunched his spine. Yeah. Not good. Not good. That's like, a, I feel that's a thing for characters that can like phase shift like that. They, they killed someone in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in, like, a similar fashion. Mm. 
I do like Leif Shriver in this. He's yeah. very good. He's so good. It is. A, I think he's a, an underrated actor. I think so. I agree. It's a bummer that he never came back because he was supposed to be in Logan, but I guess he was filming Ray Donovan because I've never seen Ray Donovan. I don't know anybody that watches it, but it was on for an incredibly long time. So I'm mostly just shocked that I forgot that he didn't die in this. And then I was like, he must come back in the next one, though, because they can't just like leave this like core relationship hanging out to dry. Fox producers, watch me. <laughs> I'm. I'm just like, and I've seen the second movie once and I don't remember that much of it except for that I didn't think it was very good, but I'm just like flabbergasted that they like built this whole thing up. Their brother thing is like pivotal to Jimmy Logan and then they leave him alive intentionally, presumably in this movie. Yeah. No, it's so stupid because I feel like he, they could have brought him in for the Wolverine except I feel like when the Wolverine came out they were very focused on like making sure people didn't associate it too much with this one because it was negatively received so they were like all right we're gonna ditch all that stuff and we're gonna make it a sequel we're to gonna the original go to trilogy. another country because that always works yeah yeah and Logan would have been the perfect place for him to come back and it's just it's a shame that that didn't happen they should have rearranged some schedules Yes, they should have. Um, and yet, yeah, then we're kind of towards the end here, I think. Yeah, so we have we've arrived at the island, which is in fact Three Mile Island, which is in just something that's very entertaining to me again. That the climax of this movie is just in Pennsylvania. It's just in Pennsylvania. Um, I mean, and, they're like hanging out in Canada the whole time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Real low key uh, <laughs> locations in this movie, except for New Orleans, I guess. Um, and yeah, we're, we get all of the secrets unveiled. This is where the secret facility is. Uh, they're trying to shut down Stryker, but he's not going to have that. So he's going to kill his his other military friend. Um, and yeah, we get the twist reveal that Kayla is in fact alive and has mutant powers that she was knowingly using on Logan the whole time, which in that moment, like I said earlier, I had forgotten. So it was a bit of a re-reveal for me. Do you think they work on him? Because they don't work on uh, leave. Victor. Yeah, I don't know. Um, probably not, because the whole healing factor thing is kind of an excuse for anything. So... I think she just genuinely made him fall in love with her. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe like Maybe slightly, or maybe she used to, and then... It was like a... No, but he was saying, like, your powers don't work on me. That's oh, what Victor yeah. said. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, then probably not. Yeah, she probably just... They actually just did have a good relationship, which is that much more sad. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we get, like, this big... Big old fight on top of one of the uh, nuclear cooling towers. And... Yeah, this is where the climactic fight between Logan and Victor should have been. But instead, we got... <laughs> I do like the line where Victor says, only I'm going to be the one to kill you yes. or something like that. Like, I'm not... Classic. I'm not opposed to them joining sides to fight something. It just didn't need to be in this movie. It definitely didn't need Or to be it needed movie. to be earlier, and then they do have their fight. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it was just the execution was just off. And maybe if it was someone that wasn't stupid... Not Deadpool, Deadpool. It also, would it's be a bit more palatable. This Deadpool's boring. It's like, okay, so you just have every power and you don't talk and you're just like a perfect soldier. So boring. Like, like horrible. That's character. not interesting. The only thing I got out of this was like, we get a very uh, PG 13 decapitation of this Deadpool, Weapon 11 With Deadpool. The Scott lasers yeah. going around. That was cool. But I also thought it was very funny because it's just slowly spinning. Yeah. <laughs> Lasers firing everywhere. I was like, is this, is anyone else getting hit by this? No, no, no we're good. Well, what I did notice and what I, I guess didn't register last time because I must have forgot the time, the, the time period that this movie was set in. But like 1979 is like when the Three Mile Island incident occurred, IRL. So this would be like, there would be like a cover up. I know you said this earlier, but genuinely, I thought this whole movie took place in, like, the late 90s. 
I think that's what I thought the first time until I looked at it, and it was like when we flash forward to 1979, we never flash forward again. That was it. Because I thought this, but of course it makes sense because Scott's young. Yeah. So and it's supposed to be like Logan gets his memories lost, and then he's just kind of wandering for like years. 20 years before he finds everybody that else. That does, okay. So there is some continuity. Some. That we weren't even picking up on. Make any sense. Because. Okay, so then my (laughs) comment about the town being like in a different time, it's just in the 70s. (laughs) I mean, I still thought it could have been like, but. No, I felt it was like very dangerous. Like, oh, like they don't have phones and like (laughs) they were sharing this like one car. Like it's just in the bar. I was like, oh, so this bar is like straight out of whatever year. And I'm like, oh. It's just the 70s. It's just just what things were like back in the 70s. Okay. Wow, 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 wow. (laughs) I'm still recovering from that. All right. Well, I mean, I I thought that this was... I don't think they ever said anything about it being like a cover-up, but I feel like that could be... That's fun. That's a fun, sneaky idea. Not to make light of a horrible nuclear uh, leak from a power plant, but hey, it's pretty cool. Um... At the end, also, like, Kayla is like, I have to stay. And, like, you, Sister Frost, have to get the children out. And then the magician helps them. And, like, they run into Dr. X, who doesn't look anything like James McAvoy. Um, (laughs) No. But, you know, that's fine. Um, And then we cut back to Kayla, and she has been shot (laughs) and is dying. And they never show what happened to her. Did she get hit by the lasers that were coming out? Like, <laughs> it's so unclear. And it's like, oh, my gosh, she's, like, dying. But then, like, she saves. She, like, gets Stryker, like, at, in the end. But, like, meanwhile, Stryker's shot Logan with these. He's got the adamantium bullets. Adamantium bullets that. They said if he gets shot in the brain, he'll recover, but not his memories. And we're just supposed to say, okay, that makes sense. Stryker's like, I have scientists telling me that this is a 100% chance that he will lose his memories only. Like, if you're going to have a weapon like that, why wouldn't that just be what kills him? (laughs) Like, he can't recover from the same metal that's in him. Oh, I don't know. It's so stupid. It, I, the, I can't believe the Kayla thing because I didn't remember that from the last time. I'm like, oh, she's just dead now. Why did they think that was a good idea? Well, she had to die. Right. But, but like, like have we on. at least shown her getting shot? No, no, that's that's too Instead, much. Instead, we for... just have her being like, I'm cold. I'm like, OK, so you've seen a movie where someone dies and they say that I'm cold. You're performing top, dying. Top five worst <laughs> death scenes in a superhero movie. This is up there with Talia Al Ghul in The Dark Knight Rises. Ugh. Uh, yeah. The the Professor X showing up thing, I'm like, this is just, like, really? Like, did we need to do this? Also, like, horrific de-aging attempt. Did they? Like, did they de-age they him? Just, they, like, did, like, a smoothing mask over his face. I'm like, this is, this is nothing. This man does not look like he's in... However old he's supposed to be, 1979. It's like, even when they tried to have James McAvoy lose all of his hair, it's like, it's not going to work, guys. Just let it go. Look, I love James McAvoy as Charles, though. Me too. But it was dumb when they were like, here's the reason for him losing his hair. But I don't think James McAvoy Charles is the same Patrick Stewart Charles. They're playing, like, a different character. I know that... Yeah quote-unquote, the continuity of X-Men is that they are the same. They're not. I mean, yeah, we watched Days of Future Past. You can tell, like, these are, yeah, they're very But I just mean even, like, personality. Yeah, no, I know know what you're saying. But, and I I agree. And I love them both separately. Yes, of course. Um, Do you think it's cool that, like, walk until your feet bleed? I was like, they are on an island, but I guess there's a bridge because there are vehicles on the island. It is a small island, so... But I was like, what is Also, where is there an island in Pennsylvania? It's like, it's in a river, and it is okay. very, it is indeed three miles, very small. Like, when you said it's in Pennsylvania, barely, I like didn't know that's where Three Mile Island was. Barely. TBH. It's barely an island, but, you know, it's it's just enough to be one. Okay. Um, Yeah, and then we get, like, 
oh no, Logan's lost his memory, but he has his dog tags. So here's your here's your setup. Which I thought they just said Wolverine on it, but I guess they did know his name was Logan. Yeah. And yeah, they're very like coy about the fact that they never see each other. Yeah. Charles and like some things they were like, we have to do this so that it all makes sense for when he shows up. But then other things they're just like, it's fine. I just, you know, it just, I, I remember now that like they, Days of Future Past exists as a movie partially to clean up the mess that was left in the wake of this movie and, and the last stand. Last stand, yeah. And then immediately in the next movie, in X Men Apocalypse, they have a scene where they're like at the Weapon X facility and Wolverine like escapes. And I'm like, why are we, why are we doing this? <laughs> Just like, let it go and let people accept that this is happening off screen. We don't have to do this again. I don't, I don't remember what, a lot from Apocalypse. I don't know what their problem is. <laughs> it's just... They just, like, have a lot of things they want to do. It's so messy. It's so messy. Because there's so much to do with X-Men. Like, they're not narrow enough. No, they're not. No, they are not. All right, time for a reboot. Which I, mean, I guess we are supposed to be getting. Yeah, eventually. I mean, I'm nervous about we have that, our, You know, we've gotten our first mutant in but the MCU, so... I would genuinely love, like, a really fresh new X-Men series. Like, separate from Marvel. Well, yeah. Like, their own thing, where they were like, no, this time we're doing it for real. Continuity. Yeah, no, it would have been cool if they had... If they had just done that, like, after... I don't know at what point they could have just let it go, but, like, they just chose to keep treading the same ground. Well, they should have done it with First Class, where they weren't trying to connect First Class with... Yeah. The earlier movies. Yeah, it's just got to be like when I think about like what these movies are like. This is okay. Sorry, not to cut you off, but I am. I think this is why I don't like Hugh Jackman as Wolverine because I feel like they did all of this rigmarole so that Hugh Jackman could keep coming back as Wolverine. Yeah, and that's in my opinion Hugh Jackman's fault. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, Hugh Jackman was probably like, yes, I would like to keep playing this. Like they had him come back in first class. Yeah, he's in a very brief scene, but it's like. They did all this dancing around just so we could have Wolverine. And then he's, like, pivotal in uh, Days of Future Past, Past, which I think is a great movie. But, like, it's all centered around let's bring back Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. Not just bring back Wolverine. It has to be Hugh Jackman playing him. Yeah. That's what it is. That's why I don't like him. I've never been able to articulate it before. It's just, it's interesting. I mean, you're totally right, but it also, like, they keep doing it because, like, that's why people were seeing those movies. People fucking love... I swear some people feel about Hugh Jackman playing Wolverine that, like, people do is, like, Robert Downey Jr. playing Tony Stark. I know. It's, like, inseparable. But it does make sense because you're absolutely right. All I was going to say is my last... I keep talking about the continuity, but when I was thinking about, like, the, the Wolverine and everything else, I'm like, no other movie series has had such confusion about, like, which movie is a sequel to what. Because, like, you get to the end of the trilogy, watch this, and you're like, all right. You go to first class, prequel, not really connected. And then you watch The Wolverine, and you're like, oh, wait, this is a sequel to The Last Stand again. Like, <laughs> I thought we had moved on from that. And then you watch Days of Future Past, and you're like, wait, I'm confused. The and Wolverine then- <laughs> is a direct sequel to The Last Stand, and this is, like, also in the prequel world, I guess. Yeah, and then Logan is like, I don't even know what the fuck is going on anymore. Um, we'll have to have, like, a, another discussion once we finish our watch through again yeah. whenever that is which i hate to come down so hard because i do genuinely like love the x-men series and like when i first watched them the continuity stuff never bothered me because i wasn't going back and re-watching them like this all that often and then the other problem is that fx only has the rights to x-men so they're constantly replaying <laughs> the movies especially first class like if they're not playing first class at least once a week like they don't know what to do with their schedule <laughs> But I'm like, fair enough. You have first class. It's a great movie. <laughs> Just keep showing it. Get your money's worth out of that. Um, yeah. So like, I I think out of context, this movie, the continuity stuff is not what the problem is. Yeah. No, I agree. Like this, like I can bitch about that all day, but it does have just some real foundational problems. In fact, I think more of the problem is them trying to make it more continuous. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, they shouldn't have even bothered, I guess. Yeah, just, like, do your thing. Tell the story that you want to tell. Yeah. We'll figure that out later if we need to. It's an origin. It shouldn't even be bleeding into it. Right. Well, I would say that we're kind of out of the woods with X-Men right now. What we're, about we're, the Wolverine? Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't really remember it at all. But I just feel like we're heading into the uh, a good era here, more or less. Yeah. So I'm excited to watch the rest of them because... We've got James and Michael coming in yeah. with their bromance. Yeah. I'm ready. I feel like it's been a long time since we've watched First Class and Days of Future Past. And I think we'll watch the version of Days of Future Past that has more rogue in it because we didn't watch that. Okay. I didn't know there was more than one version. The rogue cut. They literally called it that. I don't know why it exists or why all of her scenes were cut. I don't know. But we'll see. I saw something on Twitter that people are vying for Kiki Palmer to play Rogue in the new launch. That'd be cool. Kiki Palmer's so hot right now. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's why. They were basically like, what characters should she be in in the MCU? And people were like talking about all these like historically like black characters, yeah. like Storm and stuff like that. But they're like, nah, she should be Rogue. That'd be cool. Um. I have really no opinion on it. I just was sharing that tidbit of information. A little Twitter tidbit. Okay. Well, um, we've been talking and yammering on for a while, so I think we'll just we'll wrap her up. Yeah. Let us know your thoughts on this movie. Is it a steaming pile of dumpster trash, or does it deserve a better place in the X-Men echelon? I think it's somewhere in the middle. I agree. Went with two extremes. Let us know what you think, though. And we are out, out of, of the, the Superverse. superverse.